live from 864 Sound in Greenville, South Carolina, it's the Wash Bros Podcast with your hosts, Matt Jackson and Clay Smith. What's up, guys? It's Matt Jackson. And I'm Clay Smith. And we are the Wash Bros. Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 15. We're going to talk today about adding on services and doing stuff to kind of diversify ourselves from just solely pressure washing as well as adding to our profit line. So you want to kick it off? Yeah. As far as the, the admin services stuff. Sure. Um, so very important. I think you were actually the first, you did it before I did. And I was like, well, shit, I guess I need to start. <laughs> that's kind of like how we do. We, we, one of us does something, then we fall into something else. We'll put it in our own twist. That's, and that's kind of what's good about collaborating with people. You get to kind of, you gauge each other. You say, okay, well, if he can do it, I can do it. It's kind of like show. It's like looking up to your big brother, little brother, or whatnot. Yeah, it's, and it's kind of like that quote that we we're talking about the other days. Is like competitors. What was it? Um, like lower, like the bottom class competes and the upper class collaborates. Something like that. Yeah, I'll pull it out. Yeah, you got it on your phone here. But yeah, it's all about collaboration. I mean, my business this year, I've been able to expand and grow due to collaborating with a great guy who was running a pressure washing business, Aaron, and we pretty much took the profitability of his business with his like sealing expertise, like concrete sealing, paper sealing, acids, like staining, like all this cool, like really like niche owner operator, like high technical, high profit stuff. And then uh, he's working with me solely on that, like the high ticket items. And then the, the pressure washing is all being funneled through uh, my business with my employees. So I'm running like the volume and the lower ticket and the higher tickets going to be run through him. Well, so. not well. Not only that, I mean the the funneling part, but the so the funneling, like when you add that service, that's just another opportunity to get in front of the customer to do the exterior cleaning and stuff. So they're gonna be like, well, hell, he does exterior cleaning too. So why not just go ahead and have him clean up in the spring? And then that's another contact too. If you're mm -hmm. farming your pro customers properly, you're gonna you're gonna be able to you know, you're gonna have somebody to be able to free yeah. marketing basically. You're yeah. farming your own customers to try to get them, you know. Correct. I mean, your customer book of business, your base is is going to be like That's the huge. success of your business now and in the future. So if you're able to say you had like dryer vent cleaning, yeah. somebody's going to reach out to you for something that's like that. That's a home service, but they may not be reaching out for pressure washing. So just educating them. Oh, you did a great job cleaning out my dryer vents. That was super easy. Tell me more about what else you do. Like I've had a couple customers, they reached out and it was a simple little tiny pressure washing job and they're like yeah. what else do you do i was like well we clean everything from your roof to your house to your concrete and we can do ceiling and then they're like oh tell me more and then it converts into like a thousand dollar ticket solely because of i came in on a low ticket offer yeah highly recommend if you're writing everything down in a book get just stop just stop what you're doing get make sure you get a database a crm and 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 if you don't know what a crm is highly recommend um me and matt both we use house call pro um, which is very informative, um, and they give you a good education. They have a good uh, educational course and stuff that you can take, tutorial, and they have representatives that can help you as, as well. Also, some cool marketing tools that would help you um, with your business. Um, the pen and paper stuff is just it's just very hard to keep up with everything. Yeah, well, not just that. You're working extra to do a subpar job of what you can set up to automate. I mean, like what I'll personally do with House Call Pro is I keep – I, I've been using it for a few years, so I'll complete a job. It allows me to get a, a request for a quote, or excuse me, I'm able to get review requests off of House Call Pro. So that's helping me build my reputation in my community and my SEO. But more importantly, it follows up with customers like six months and a year after my job. So 
I've noticed if I pressure wash somebody's house once a year, you're not going to write that down in a journal and say, call this person again this date. But if it's in a system, a computerized system where you set a message that says, hey, after one year follow-up, and I created a custom email follow-up that was like, hey, thanks for letting us clean your house. Now that you know how clean your house is supposed to be, you're probably ready to have it cleaned again. When can we put you on our schedule? Yeah. A lot of times people will be like, hey, thanks for following up. I didn't notice it, but let's get ahead of it. Yeah, they love it. There you go. You make it easy. They're like three, four hundred bucks. Cool. Put me on schedule. Yeah, my in my experience, they love it. And then if you give them enough time to you know budget themselves for that to make sure that they can get you down at the right time, I mean, it's all about convenience. Exactly. I think that's too. Very rarely is it a price game unless you're just unless they don't know who you who you are. So like if they don't see the value in your company because they haven't reached out and done any research on who you are, most people are like, hey, it's a commodity. Who can do it for the cheapest? I'm going to get three quotes. Who can do it the fastest and the cheapest? But if you're able to maintain and kind of like farm your customer base, then you're able to sell the value in you. So if you can be hyper convenient to these people, in a sense, they're not going to look at the price. They're going to be like, oh, you fit within like an acceptable price point that I'm willing to spend. I'm not going to shop around. Just do the job as, as soon as you can. Like, yeah. Make it as simple as possible for these people. That way they use you again and they continuously use you and, and spread you around town. Right, right. I mean, the perfect. I had a, I had a actually a personal thing go on about the convenience stuff this this week. Um, a fellow pressure washer wanted me to try out his bleach guy, and I just didn't have a good experience. I'm gonna pay extra money just to use my normal people, just because it's more convenient. I have a relationship with them people, and that's who I've used the past two years. Yeah, I mean, I had I was using people for bleach, and they had really great pricing on bleach, and I had a relationship with them. But like as businesses evolve time and uh, like yeah. you said the relationship is like hey it's not conducive for me to run a successful business to have to jump through all these loops yeah in order to hoops to get to to get the simple product easy as possible it's like hey make it as easy as possible to me i don't necessarily care about the price i care about the value you provide to me and that value was how can i streamline my business and not have to worry about oh man am i going to get bleached today right right and you got to think of that people are just trying to get their house clean they don't necessarily care yeah, who's going to do it shit. so if you can be a nice guy that they like you do the job great, but more importantly, like, are you convenient to them and do you communicate well with these people? And whatever, yeah. yes, like, so you do a great job with the pressure washing, add, add on an extra service. Hey, in the wintertime, this is what you normally have to go through Google to find somebody else. I can do that as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you can have a uh, great communication, do a subpar job and they'll hire you back. If you have shit communication and do a great job, you might, I mean, it's 50-50. There's just a better, I'd say you do a better, you have a better chance of them calling you back with, with good communication and a subpar job. That's true. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, who they a customer doesn't necessarily know, like, the extent of how well the job can be done. Right. As long as you don't butcher something, they're going to be like, oh, it looks great. I'm going back to my job, my life, and everything else that I care about. This yeah. is just like, oh, the HOA sent me a notice. I don't even notice. Like, I just, it's it's not green anymore, so yeah. I'm good to go. Half the people don't even know their house is dirty. Yeah. Yeah, you know, with different colors, you can't really tell. Like the old brown colors and stuff is really hard to tell until you wet it, really. Yep. Um, and then I found that quote. So it's competition happens at the bottom, and the people at the top are collaborating. So yep. I mean, yeah, think about it at the high level. You look at the presidents, and they play the the people on the bottom as like, oh, you're a Republican or you're a Democrat. Yeah. But behind closed doors, they're all friends together, making money on both ends. Yeah. It's yep. like they divide the, the people below, but the people on top are the ones collaborating, pulling the strings. Yep, and that quote was actually sent to us by our sound guy that's back behind the booth back here, getting us going. Yep. So, um, sound he guy said he made it thought. Of, he said he it thought of, he thought of us when he seen it. So yeah, thought we'd share it on the podcast. Yeah, but I mean, I also like how you carry yourself professionally is how you're perceived by 
customers as well as people in the industry. So it's like, hey, if, if we're being perceived this way by our vendors and by our competition, imagine how customers perceive us. We're not over here like beating each other up and being like, oh yeah, you got a quote from that guy. He sucks. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely like being together. Like I, I feel like as far as I have been a business owner or whatnot, it's uh, definitely matured me having somebody else that with different mindsets saying, okay, keep me in check, just trying to see what's going on. And um, like I say, maturity. Maturity is a big thing, I think, is being a business owner and um, entrepreneur, especially with competition. Collaborating with competition can be difficult at times, but um, it's how you uh, mature as a business owner. I mean, I, that's what I would say. You got to have an abundant mindset. Yeah. And a lot of people don't, and a lot of people are all out, out for themselves, and they just see a zero-sum game. Right. And by doing that, they're limiting themselves so much that it's just like, I don't want to deal with anybody like this because they're going to sabotage. Any success they see somebody else have, they're trying to <laughs> sabotage. So you want to you want to surround yourself by people who are winners who are trying to create more. Yeah, trying to be winners together. Like, yeah. you, like I mean, that's what, that's what we're all in it for. We want to be good. We want to be the best at what we do. We want to try to be as perfect as we can, which nobody's perfect. They're not going to be perfect. But you want to you want to offer the best service that you can offer, and you want to stick out. Yep, that's why I, that's I, I love I, I love when people come into our DMs and try to, like, throw shade. Yeah. Occasionally, you'll have people come in, and they're like, oh, you say you're the best pressure washer in Greenville. I was like, it's for SEO. Well, not <laughs> only for SEO, but if you don't think you're the best, then exactly. you probably shouldn't be a business owner and you probably shouldn't be doing what you're doing. You should probably find another job. That's the dang truth. You shouldn't be out there hunting to eat. You should just be taken care of by somebody else because that's kind of, if if you only think so limited, limitedly about your own abilities, you shouldn't be serving others. Right. Yeah. It's like, that's not a very leadership quality. Yeah. Like I was on a podcast not long ago and I was telling them, I was, you know, it was, uh, I just when I stopped thinking about other, what other people are doing, stop worrying about what other people are doing. That's when I started doing a lot better in my business. Yep. If you're always looking to your left and to your right, you're never looking ahead. You're never going to get ahead. Yeah. Stop worrying about everybody else, what they're doing. So, I mean, we're always transparent here. We're not going to tell you what you want to hear at all times. Um, we're going to tell you the truths of running a business. We're going to tell you, make it fake and make it out like it's uh, been this fairy tale business success story because it hasn't. Um, we have a great story, obviously, but we're not going to sit here and uh, just make something yeah, that it's not. Yeah, people think success is just like an arrow going this direction, but in reality, it's just like oh, yeah. squiggles. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, you're up higher than you were, but if, like if every little pad. storm you get, every little storm you get, you collapse and fall down, you're never going to get ahead. Yeah. And And again, too, what I'm realizing in my business, okay, like I'm hitting numbers that like if you would have asked me two years ago, I'd be like, oh man, that's like where I want to be. That's killing it. But now it's a whole different muscle. It's like, how do I manage this and how do I maintain this while keeping a reputation in place? So like wherever, whatever level you're in business, like you have to go to that next level. And what you thought was like the most important thing. And it's like, oh, I'm going to beat my chest to hit this becomes almost like non-important after you reach that next stage. And it's, it's like, like you said, humility, if you don't have humility and you're constantly trying to compare yourself to others, it's like you're never going to cross that cross into that unknown. Yeah, going back to the gauging thing, like when I first started my business, I just wanted to make 250 a day. Like I was going to be jumping up and down happy with it. And well, as we grow as companies, as we grow as business owners and um things, 
you can really, if you take a step back, you can see, like, I can take a step back and look at my old logo. The first logo that I ever made was just like, oh, my gosh, I made that, you know. And now I'm like, oh, my gosh, I only wanted to make 250 What the crap was I thinking? And now I'm at, like, you know, we, anywhere in the – definitely in the spring, it's like 1500 to two grand a day. And you're like, holy shit, like, I've come a long way. It's like, how can I make that $4,000 a day now? Like, I just want more. You always want more. And if you're not thinking that way, then it's not really a good sign. Right. You're not chasing the money and you're not materialistic about it. You're chasing the opportunity. You're like, Hey, I was able to, I was able to do this much today. How can I squeeze a little bit more and do that much? Yeah. Just so I can see how far I can go. And I'm one of those people. I don't chase money. I'm I'm chasing opportunity. Opportunity, So I want to see where the walls and boundaries are around me currently. I don't want to push too far and fail because I'm not ready for it, but I want to push far enough where I'm like a little bit of stress and like, Oh shit feeling, but it's not enough where I, I crumble. And I think people try to reach too far and then they're like almost biting off more than they can chew, more than they can chew without the, having enough patience and saying, hey, look, I'm consistently going forward. Yeah, it's like an adrenaline addiction, really. Yeah, because you'll look at some people and they're like super hot one month, the next month they're like, oh, I'm depressed, I can't do this. I'm like, hey, like <laughs> one foot in front of the other, but yeah. content, like if you just consistently push forward, you can weather any storm. Yeah, I've seen so many people put up the energy of how you know how depressed they are and how they don't want to do you know go any further with their business if they put that energy into running their business i think that they would you know if you put that energy into running your business you're going to be able to run a successful business eventually if you keep plugging away at it and i think it's funny because the fallacy is on this end of things so it's about maintenance you're like okay i built this business that nets me like 40 to seventy thousand dollars a month depending upon how much yeah depending on what month it is Oh man, that's killing it. That's great. I got to figure out so many little intricate things in my day to day that some people don't want to do that. Some people don't want to be like, oh, I got to text the customer because my employee said he can't make it tomorrow. And then, oh, I have scheduling issues. Or I had an employee say, hey, we blew a hose. I need to go replace that hose. Or I got this or that or this or that. You're just multiplying your problems when you have employees and you scale. Yeah. So people want a specific thing, but they don't necessarily, they want the idea of a certain thing without understanding the job description of that thing. And it's like, unless you're set out to be like, hey, I want to like manage people, as you said, like you had managed people in your previous jobs. A lot of people who want that aren't really cut out for that. They're not ready for or it. Or they're exactly. They think they're ready for it. They just want a job title. Exactly. And they that's, want- you know, when I was ready to go, like when I was ready, I was, I just wanted the title. I wasn't ready for it. Yeah. But then I, when I got into it and I got promoted, I'm like, oh shit, maybe I didn't want this, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like, what headache am I willing to trade? For me, it was like when I was on the truck, it was a physical headache. Yeah. And now it's more of a mental headache. It's definitely an a eye-opener. You're like, well, this is maybe a little more responsibility than I thought that I was going to yeah. have. And or, yeah, people yelling at you for stuff you have no idea about. And the craziest thing that's been bugging me lately is uh, people will be like, oh, you know, you meet these new people and they're like, oh, Clay, what do you do? I'm like, I'm a business owner. I own a business. I own C3 Wash Bros, whatnot. And they're like, oh, well, that's awesome. You got a great life. You can make your own schedule. And I'm just like, uh, it's like, yeah, but I choose to be responsible and prioritize like everything else. And then my schedule comes in at the end of the day. I know so many people, so many, uh, self-employed people, business owners and stuff. They're not really professional with it. They're just like, okay, I'm not going to go to work today. Like if I say, okay, I'm not going to go to work today. Like I'm letting so many people down and it's going to eventually destroy my business. Yep. I've been taking vacations and trips and it's kind of pushed me into like, micromanaging my employees as little as I possibly can because I'm like, okay, I have to force myself into like leaving so they go out and do their own thing. Well, that's also the difference in 
running a business and running a, and being an owner operator too. Yeah. Like as for, for me, I can't really step away from it just yet until yeah. I make that step into running yeah. a business with employees and stuff. So like I think we heard a local guy here saying a good buddy of mine, he said one time, he said, if you're a difference, like if, if you can't step away from your business, you don't have a business. If that you see, you see where I'm going with that? Quote? I see where like, you're going, but like you're always going to have to be involved in your business. Like the you gotta, you gotta, you're always going to play a role, yes, but it's like, do you want a mental game where you're always on? You're like, hey, I'm traveling with my family, but I'm like on my phone. Yeah, that's or do you want right a game now. where you're like, I'm physically doing the work, and when I'm not doing the work, I'm not physically doing my business. I'm not in my business anymore. Right, but I'm not yeah. producing revenue. Yeah, you're working a little bit. Like you're always going to be checking emails and making, you know, a couple text messages, stuff like that. Like. I don't, I don't, I don't know that there's any getting away from that, to be honest with you. But, um, I mean, even when I was working a regular job, it was hard for me too, cause I was yeah. in a higher role, but yeah. Unless you have a lot of people in place already, but then you better be making a ton of revenue because you're not making a lot of margin. Yeah. And so, these, these people are like, Oh, I don't touch my business as passive income. I was like, yeah, but what does that truly cost you? Well, How much they, are you making? Yeah. I know a lot of people, they just shut their phones off. They got a business. They'll go on vacation for a week, set a voicemail and say, I'm on vacation and turn the phone off yeah i just uh that's a lot of missed revenue for me yeah that's that's i mean i'd probably miss out on at least i'd say on a very low end probably ten fifteen thousand dollars at least yeah. Oh um, yeah. the potential i mean if you cut any phone off i mean people don't really think like it, when i really sit back and think about the numbers i'm like well shoot you know what is this trip gonna cost me yeah well not the trip not even the trip i'm just thinking like okay my phone didn't really ring but how much money did i book did i schedule you it's know true. so yeah it's true yeah, that's the biggest thing. Knowing where you're at, as far as numbers, are you, is that is that line going up? Or just follow the trends. Like if you have previous, it's like I said, it's just very important to get away from the pen and paper thing. That's true. Yeah, always upgrade. You're not just pressure washing equipment, but your systems in place. Spend the hundred dollars a month for the CRM. Definitely worth it. You're gonna Easy. you're gonna make more than that off of the CRM. I can yeah. assure you. And then too, it just helps like consistently trying to grow say hey this is what i did last year and and the problem i ran into the reason i was really trying to get off the truck is because i was like hitting a threshold and i was like i only can grow so much being on the truck so like the next growth point for me was getting off the truck mm. and i mean it's a whole different beast though and like i have to push very very hard to keep busy and some people don't want that you got to think of extra creative ways and things that you weren't doing before to, yeah, you know, it's just another, it's Very just like busy. starting another business almost. Yeah. Essentially I have to du essentially duplicate my revenue to just maintain. Right. And right. it's like, Oh man, this is like when, when it's good is good, but when it's not good, it's just like, <laughs> Hey man, do you want to like not work the next three days? Yeah. Hey, you take a short vacation. You want to take somewhere. a vacation? Yeah. On a me? home vacation. Yeah. It's like, I don't have work for two trucks, but I have one for one truck. For sure. And then it's like, hey, as a business, I'm not failing. However, I feel like I'm personally failing my guys by saying, hey, I got two trucks and I'm booking yeah. one and a half truck. But it was like we were kind of talking about the other day when we were talking about, you know, branching out different service and stuff. Obviously, that separate service, you're assess successful with that other service is going to pay for extra employees and stuff like that. But uh, being off the truck, too, I'm, I don't personally know, but uh, it essentially should help you uh, to actually get more sales being off the truck. You can network with more people, show up to more networking events, um, get yourself out there, beat on doors, whatever you want to do. 
yeah, essentially I needed to step into the role of being my own sales guy and just be feet on the street. But yeah. instead of like door knocking, because I mean, honestly, that's like not really worth a my lot of time. people don't like that, man. I see people all over the all over the social media world. They're just like, this dude is not on my door. Is he yeah. safe? You know, you never know. Yeah, they're like solar guys. And yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, good. It seems like they get good numbers out of it, though. Yeah, eventually. It's, to me, it's a volume game, and you're pretty much better off hiring a commission-based salesperson. But then you have to look at your numbers and say, well, if he's selling a four hundred dollar ticket, is it worth my time? He's not selling a thousand dollar roof job and collecting two three hundred dollars off it right it's like there's not enough meat necessarily for that avenue without me like trading my time so what i've done like i've joined the chamber of commerce and then it becomes like whose hands can i shake and industries where we can kind of throw work back and forth yeah it was like uh so you know, have I'm- the commercial for like more steady bigger projects that i can fill guys as times with and yeah, shoot for the big commercial stuff, especially when it's slower for sure, because the residential slower because yeah, everybody's like, ready for the holidays, right? So. Yeah, it's like how do you flatten out those curves of the seasonal waves? And then like the like what what we talk about, we're gonna do the Christmas parades probably this year. I know that yeah. you're probably gonna look into it, but uh, be sure it's that time of the year, it's July. The Christmas and stuff's gonna be coming up, so like Thanksgiving parades, stuff like that. Be sure to you know get your kids in the back of the trucks, throw some candy, brand awareness, biggest thing. Make sure you know you, you can't. You can't get out enough, in it's other true. words. Because so. somebody can see you all day long on social media, yeah. but until they see you in person, they're not going to feel the same way. Yeah. like they get the, When they see you all over social media, you know, that's cool. But when they see you in person, they're like, okay, this guy's they're real. Like, oh, that's the real. guy I see online. Yeah. He's so, a cool dude. Yeah. And they're going to want to meet you more than likely. Have it, have it happen all the time. Yep. <laughs> locally. <laughs> yep. So. But that, uh, that I'd say that pretty much wraps up episode 15. We're going to, we got, like I said, we got some cool stuff in the works still yeah like we're taking advantage of it being slower for the 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 washing side and then like the wash bros has really taken off and we like to help out as many people as we can so we've decided to put everything together on the powerwashingcoach.com website and that's just going to document hey you have questions here's like faqs here's like top questions like hey if i were to start pressure washing tomorrow this is exactly what i would do yeah trying to put it put put stuff together it's like hey information is free you can go on youtube all day long but curated information is what you pay for. So you don't want, you don't want to like spend all your waking hours just like consuming all this information that you don't know works or doesn't work. We're just going to compile everything that we personally do that has successfully worked for both of our companies into a into one thing that you guys can consume on powerwashingcoach.com. Yeah, we're going to build a big community um, all across the country. So, um, like I said, get your merch, get you, uh, we'll get you some tips over. Eventually, we'll have some courses and stuff that you can take advantage of as a new business owner or even an existing business owner that may be struggling right now, may need some help. Um, then eventually, hopefully, we'll get a hotline or something. If you'd like to have a conversation or two, we can help you there as well. So, uh, just stay tuned. Be, uh, be Go ahead and get subscribed to that. Um, fill out your email um subscribe to the newsletter um like our page if you haven't go ahead subscribe to all of our podcasts on apple Uh, if you're listening on apple spotify youtube um, facebook um and we look forward to hearing um going ahead and having you hear us on the next one here yeah and then if anybody wants to join our show or anybody has any suggestions of what you want us to talk about next just leave us a comment below 